Welcome to the Wild and Free podcast series for those who are interested in having conscious conversations. I'm Sally Williams. And I'm Em Figgis. Yes, you are. I am. How are you going, Sally? <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's been... Um, been a bit of a funny old couple of weeks since we last recorded. Yeah. We planned on, you know, the week later and that mm. was the rhythm that we're in and um, life has its way sometimes. It does. I think the universe had other ideas. So <laughs> Very much so. Here we are in the midst of a Mercury retrograde. Yes. We're just having a little laugh about that. Yeah. A few um, interesting things happen in the in this time of a Mercury retrograde, don't they? Like, yeah. Um, often it's a time where we can find that our technology has some funny little hiccups as I broke my microphone just about three seconds before we were yeah. starting to How record. How funny was that? And <laughs> we both actually didn't respond, did no. we? No. just like, wait, ah. rodeo. Yeah, expected something yeah. at least. And I was just telling him that um, I just had a, a text message from a company that I deal with saying that I owe uh, a, a substantial amount of money from March last year, that it's just come up in their system that I haven't paid it. Yes. Which is insane. Mm. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Bit of a shock to the system. Bit of a shock to the system. And it's like, okay, now I have to prove that and my account details have changed and la da da And just all you can do is laugh yeah. because it's just the energy becomes heightened and yet everything's slowed right down during mm. the And it's a real reviewing, renewing, resetting sort Isn't of it? opportunity. But it's all the other crazy stuff that happens along the side of it that Mercury gets its bad reputation when it goes into retrograde. Mm. But I can't, I, you know, I don't want to buy into the victimhood of any of that, but Gee whiz, it does push you, doesn't it? It does. And I, and I think we've both been through enough aware and conscious Mercury retrogrades yes. that we kind of just can roll with the punches. But I think yeah. we want to chat a, a little bit today about how you can work with a Mercury retrograde and what to be mm. mindful of during that time and, and kind of what's going to, what to expect yes. and how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one in particular is in Aquarius, but we're going to go more general so that sure. no matter when someone's listening to this, they can come into and understand Mercury retrograde a little more. Mm. The main thing is to not um, become the victim of it and yeah. hide away and feel like you can't live your life, you can't travel, you can't do anything, you've got to like lock all your technical, <laughs> back everything <laughs> yes. up and get crazy. I think it's aware awareness around it but mm. not become it, get yeah. consumed in it because I did that for years too, you know, oh, and this, regretting it, thinking, oh, no, 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 here it comes. Yeah, bunker down. It was, you know, and there's plenty of memes out there which I'm sure that are doing the rounds all over again. <laughs> it's the first kind of the, Exactly. Um, oh, love you know, that. bunker down, hide, oh, you know, I'm not responsible for my actions. It was a Mercury <laughs> retrograde or, yeah. you know, all those sorts of funny things. So that's mm. the lighter side of it. Um, but yeah. it does get a reputation of, being a little bit negative, being kind of chaotic yes. and and can throw, you know, things pretty much out of left field at you that you, yeah. you can't see coming. Yeah, so. well, it's, it's, Mercury is a planet of, of the mind. So it's about communication, yeah. you know, and that can affect us across the board in, on all levels. So in our relationships, we can go back over old patterns. Mm. Um, we can be made to look at things that aren't working, things that you think have been going great and all of a sudden there's an issue. That can be communication technology-wise, you know, mm. computers, laptops, phones, all of that. Um, but really it's here to help us. Mm. Um, when I started working properly with a Mercury retrograde, I actually each time it tended to come into my business side of things more, but sometimes oh. I could see patterns within my life in, in relationships as well. And this one's definitely in that area for me. But um, 
other times I've got really beautiful opportunity to dive in and see things that could be improved in my program work or I got really clear about um, ways that I was uh, things that I was offers that I wasn't maybe expressing clearly Mm -hmm. It, it actually helped refine and clear out things that weren't you know as good as they could be sure so I've been really happily working with the energy, you know, maybe the last 12, 18 months of Mercury retrogrades because they happen every yeah. every three to four months. Yeah. I think they're three times a year, are they? Sometimes generally, four. Generally usually falls yeah. about three times a year, but sometimes yeah. you can see four. So, um, you know, there can be, if you do the inner work and take notice, what I, what I do know for sure is that there's this rhythm within a retrograde because I did some deep work with, um, oh, I can see his face but I can't think of his name. Oh, no, no, it's not coming. I'll work it out later. But. I, I, what he talks about is there's a very particular cycle. So the first couple of weeks, even like before the Mercury, so the pre-shadow, yeah, the pre-shadow, yep. exactly. Um, you start to get a sense of the themes that are coming up for you. Mm-hmm. So what I've noticed and been writing down and taking note of, because we then will get more clarity and be able to get the answers to Correct. these things in the second half of the retrograde. So for me, it's been really particular rhythms within me, mm. more deeper shadow stuff that started coming up about how I was operating in relationship with other people. Sure. So, um, and they were my, you know, the, the perceived stories that I had within me, which is interesting because that was part of what we're going to talk about today yeah. too is the stories that we hold within us that are linked to our past. And they're only linked to the past because things happen in the past that then form that story mm. and then we hold on to them. Yeah, and we form an emotional response and connection exactly. to those. Exactly. So when things start happening again, that that cellular memory is still triggered mm-hmm. and then away we go and we're forming, we're operating out of an unconscious bias or from that story, yeah. not even really realising what's going on. So for those who are doing the inner work and, and becoming more and more aware, and if they're listening to this podcast, that'll be them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. um, they would have noticed over the last few weeks these themes within themselves mm. showing up and then this might also give them the opportunity to see it playing out in a more outward display now that we're actually in Mercury retrograde. Yeah. So what, what did you notice then? Did anything like that show up for you? Oh, definitely. I think I've been um, really thrown into looking at my really old patterns that have been there for a really long time mm. and going another level deeper with them. So mm-hmm. an understanding of why am I resisting something? Mm-hmm. What's the story behind it? But is there more than just that story? So for me, it's mm-hmm. it's trying to find the um, the cord or the loop or mm-hmm. or something to bring me back to the original story. Yes, because there's bit, many layers yeah. down, isn't there? Yeah, it's you think it's about one thing when you exactly. and where your awareness is at, you're enabled it enables you to see it in a particular way, and it's helpful. Mm. It sort of doesn't necessarily break it completely through or yeah. down or dissolve it but you have some understanding, you think you've got it. Yeah. And then you get these other opportunities and Mercury retrograde is another one of those planetarily mm-hmm. aligned opportunities yeah. to see things from an even deeper or a different perspective. Absolutely. And I think that's the, the differing perspective that's coming in and the willingness, I think, to question yes. and keep questioning like, yes. okay, this has been repetitive. I've, ha- I've keep coming back to these yep. stages or these emotional pulls or what, what I might 
whatever it might be. I think I've done the work. I think I've passed through it, but there's still something there. Yes. So is it? Because it wouldn't show up. It Mm, wouldn't be a trigger. Exactly. There wouldn't be a hold over you or it wouldn't be showing up in that way if there wasn't something further to understand. Yeah. So I think that's that's uh, another important offering of Mercury retrograde. Okay. This is showing up. It's uncomfortable. It's being triggered by someone else or Mm. yourself. It can come on both sides. What else is there to look here? I love that. It's so staying curious, staying open to that and questioning. Mm. Yeah. And and that's the main thing, isn't it? You can, do you do a lot of journaling when you're questioning? Do you write it down? I need to do a lot of journaling, but I stay a lot in my mind. And I know that that's, that's probably one of the reasons why I keep repeating the same Mm -hmm. aspects. But it's also, I think something that it it becomes remuneration in my head. Yes. And it becomes something that can be very untrue, very guided by my own internal bias. And if I was just to like trust myself to put it on paper Mm -hmm. I think I would process it and have a a different pathway Mm -hmm. so I think that's really a a point of challenge for me Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you know a lot of people find it challenging to journal Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of um, fear and scariness about journaling and Mm -hmm. and facing ourselves and putting it out of Mm -hmm. our brain and seeing it in front of us Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's that's something that I'm trying to wonder what we're scared of wonder what that is yeah because it seems to be a clearer pathway for me and, Mm -hmm. and those that I help in the program work or even my one-to-one sessions you know there's one thing to take it through the mind there's one thing to understand it on a mind level mm. but to me that's still knowledge yeah it, it, to, to embody the change mm-hmm. it's that embody it's like if it needs to be embraced and brought into the body and for me there's something about when I write it down and I understand the pattern or the rhythm or the shadow element or you know what I can see more clearly mm. or what I might ch- try to change or do something different next time yeah i've just started doing this more and more too because we forget Mm. and then when we're going back through the cycle if we're not aware of the red flags that take us back through that pathway we don't get an opportunity to see it back here yeah we're actually get right all the way in again and then Mm. go oh this is that pattern yeah here i am again Mm -hmm. then our awareness comes up but if we can journaling for me helps me actually uncover the the steps leading into it Mm -hmm. so i can and this is what i teach as well we call them red flags and fears in the program where you identify five or six of your core rhythms and patterns and and sabotaging behaviors Mm -hmm. and you find all the way back here what you start to do think and feel Mm. that take you into the rhythm and the pattern yeah because it isn't if you know if we can't become aware back here we're unlikely to actually dissolve it and break it down all the way yeah so yeah i think journaling is a key Mm. thing because when we forget the mind is not helpful because the mind is part of engaging us back in the rhythm yeah the ego wants to protect us so it takes us back what's familiar yes exactly you know because it's... a known pathway for our body is the yeah. safest route they know it knows what to expect yes. even though it might be damaging to us even though yes. it might be dangerous or really uncomfortable or upsetting yeah. whatever not, the emotion not necessarily for the highest good, highest good exactly but it's familiar uh, but it's familiar and that's it's like the unknown is too too much mm-hmm. but the known even as bad as it could be yeah is better so for, for me the, journaling the brings the higher self in yeah goes beyond the ego mind and the familiar and it invites in another perspective another opportunity another way to see it to do it different to get outside the comfort zone so I definitely encourage the, the journaling, writing it mm. down process, you know, even if you just drop the whole idea of what journaling is, yeah. you know, and just, just write the bloody thing down. 
Yeah. Okay, this is the rhythm. This is what I do when I do this. This is this is what I did recently. Sure. This is what happens. All right. <laughs> and then I, I do this and then this shows up and then I say this and then I feel like this and then my mind tells me this and then and so next time I'm going to do this and yes. I invite because I had clarity mm. and so I, I was able to circumnavigate the process by going, okay, if I add in this bit here and remember to come and read this mm-hmm. as part of my process, I'm going to, yeah. that's, that's a and new thing. And the brain has also had the opportunity to come up with another way of understanding or processing or dealing with that particular instance mm-hmm. without being in it. Yes. So yeah. it, it knows, it, it's like um, muscle memory, I yes. guess. Yeah. So it's, it's you do something yes. repetitively, Yes. your muscles get a memory and our brains yes. are very similar now. Yes. Psychologically, we're very similar. Yes. So once you've got the opportunity to go, these are the things that keep coming up and I keep yeah. behaving in that manner. Yes. Um, is there another option? Yes. While I'm not in that. Yes, exactly. While you're not contained in it, but you have clarity. So it's usually, for me, it's right when I'm just about coming out of it. Mm-hmm. That's where I have the best clarity around the pattern or the rhythm. Yep. It's like, okay, I've just noticed what I did. What You know, you can feel it because you're still in it, mm. but you're coming out and up, at, at, you know, you're rising back up out of it and you're not in that reaction phase. That was when it worked for me. I Great. could really see clearly what took me in there, mm. what decisions I had made, what my mind had formed, an opinion and a statement and a declaration. I was really believing a very particular thing was going on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't at all the case. Sure. Um, but it feels so real and true. The whole system responds to that. Yes. You know? So the stress levels increase, the fight or flight mm. or, or whatever, however your body, you know, responds to it. Some people, you know, it's a shutting down of the heart. Let's mm. face it. It's a contraction. Yes. So I think that's key is definitely during the Mercury retrograde, notice what's showing up for you. Mm-hmm. Write it down. If you notice this is a rhythm and a pattern that you navigate and go over and over, round and round it, but you want to understand why you end up there, write it down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there are plenty of people like myself or other professionals out there that love to work in the shadow and love to help people uncover their rhythms and patterns. So mm-hmm. if you can't get to that place yourself but you are sick of doing it, mm-hmm. then go and get some extra help and support with someone who's got lived experience absolutely so they can help you uncover it there's nothing worse than feeling powerless or stuck Mm. in it yes Um, we are capable of doing this ourselves but sometimes the mind is so powerful in sabotaging that you have to do it you know quite a lot before you get sick of yourself in that form Mm. and be willing to to really see something different so um you know i believe in divine timing for all of it but i think professional help can really help the process absolutely I've, i've often sought out either your help of your yourself or or other um professionals whether it be a counselor or someone um and that's just allowed me to take myself back out of the process out of the process and um even just having someone to talk to that's not emotionally invested or involved or in it and ask the right questions yeah having that different perspective absolutely to find that new the new way forward yeah new way through it so this is definitely the opportunity of mercury retrograde to see our stories mm. and this is the invitation that i wanted to we were talking about this right before we push play today the invitation that i wanted to, for all the listeners is to you know notice what stories are you holding on to what's mm. your dominant story right now that's showing up during this mercury retrograde what is the gift and the opportunity that you have to see that to see that it is a story number yeah. one that it's a conditioned story from your past and it'll be a 
about something about who you think you are yeah or how you're operating in the world mm. around relationships most likely because this is the theme of most mercury retrogrades being that it's linked to communication yeah. so how do we what do we feel easy to express or do what are where are we suppressing ourselves or holding ourselves back or playing it small or finding it hard to show up fully in mm. our relationships and in the world um you know see what story you're holding because yeah. you can't for me 50 percent of the healing is becoming aware of the story isn't it yeah and as soon as you can do that you're onto something you you might still be just the tip of the iceberg mm. that's being exposed to the surface but nonetheless it's it's a big part because you can't change or heal anything you can't rewire your um perspective or thoughts or beliefs exactly. around that until you know that until it you're exists. aware that, that, that yeah. it exists yeah and i think just on that one of the most powerful things i think i've ever had um guidance from a number of people was change the idea or the question of why is this happening to me why am i always mm. the one that you know shit's going wrong for or whatever mm, the victim the, so that's the victim right yeah. and flip that into a because we can't actually see there's a story when we're in that mode yeah yeah you agree then, with that yeah absolutely and then there's another question that you can ask on the flip of that of why is this happening for me absolutely and that's where the opportunity and the growth starts yeah. coming in the awareness always and i yeah. think that's you know what really began my own conscious awareness and awakening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely agree it's we have to realize that this this universe this earthly experience we're all participating is is actually happening for us every part of it mm. is an opportunity to continue to learn and grow more know more about yourself um and our journey is home to ourselves so yeah if we just come out of and part of awakening is that we go from blaming everything outside of us she's this he's that this is happening you know i'm this stuffed up to actually taking self-responsibility and going, mm. okay, why is this triggering me? What's this about for me? Even though it appears someone is doing yeah. harm to you or doing the wrong thing, what does it actually mean for you? Yeah. What's it about for you? And why does it keep coming up yes. for you? What is it trying to show you? you can, the only thing you can control, and again, I don't like to necessarily use the word control, but yeah. you can't actually change anything mm. about anyone else's um, reaction or trigger or participation on any level it's really taking it in for you inside you and looking what is it about that for you and that's where it all starts yes coming out of the victim and being able to stay in that idea being curious about what's the opportunity for me to see here to understand here and we don't want to um spiritually bypass you know what's going on and continually stay in over analysis Mm. you know we don't want to get lost in you know continual because that can this you know this is life this is life and it's ongoing there's things all the time that are going on that we we need to look at but we don't want to stay in process continually you have to actually be you have to live live and enjoy enjoy and and have fun experience all the good things as well yeah exactly but it's been pretty heavy going the last sort of 18 months let's face it it really has there isn't have you noticed there's not many times where you're just cruising along feeling like life's pretty sweet Mm. it feels like there's it's there's a lot of denseness now and there's a lot to consider it's not there's not many periods of time of of ease correct so our shadow work and our um this internal work this inner work because we are awakening ascending and everything is quickening Mm. in that process so everything's coming up quite regularly isn't it but it's not going to stay at this pace forever no we are going to move into smoother uh 
uh, and more easing times, I'm yes. assured. Yes. Um, but while it is like this, this is our opportunity. I just want to mention not to, to get too lost in that process either. Yeah. Make sure we pop up and, um, you know, just enjoy. Smell the roses every now and then. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not during a Mercury retrograde. <laughs> I don't know there's many roses to smell. No. Anyway, it's all good. It is. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about today? We've covered Mercury Retrograde and yeah. how to work with that. I think um, one thing that, that really comes up, particularly in Mercury Retrograde, is can be around those stories of trust. Mm. And so uh, when we're talking about journaling, for me, I think something was coming up about when I was a child or a teenager, if someone read my diary or the poetry I was writing, I'd feel really vulnerable and really shameful, right. if I'm honest. So yeah. um, I think... Certainly for me and, and where my challenge is, um, is that what if someone sees my journal? Uh, what if someone... So that's the story yeah, you hold around that? Yeah. Um, so I think there's, you know, there's an opportunity and, you know, trust can obviously be linked to just about everything Absolutely. that we're doing. It's one um, of our foundational, primal in our base chakra. You know, it's um, it's one of the, the big things, the big mm. picture, trusting self, trusting others, trusting the universe. Yeah. Sits underneath all of that. Yeah. And, and I think that comes back to even just, you know, if you haven't got trust in yourself, mm. then you're going to find it really hard to find trust in others. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love that you saw that story around um, journaling. Yeah. So you still realise you're holding on to that now. Yeah. 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 But if you write it down, it's a record for someone to see or to read. Yeah. So what could you do to break through that, you know, as far as keeping a journal somewhere really safe or doing some form of journaling? You know, I still believe in the old pen and paper yeah I think there's there's a really valid process rather than typing it out absolutely um so I think you know it does need to be in a paper format journaling there's something about the head the, the hand and the action of writing that's that a actually very, um, that through someone mentioned it to me the other day it's I can't quite put my finger on the word they use um but it's a very emotive almost spiritual yeah connection mm-hmm. from the head to the arm hand yes and you know even there's more senses I guess involved than just thinking about it there's there's a touch and the feel and then even the sight of seeing Mm. the words on the page Um, and so I think that just gives you an opportunity to perhaps detach from it once it's out of your head and on some paper yeah it exists elsewhere yeah and I think there's something in that fluid process for me that things end up channeling through so the mind initially gets in the way or is part of the process but then as I tend to go on and write things just sort of slip through it comes you know higher from the higher than the mind and it comes through more as guidance or clarity from a higher place so I think the mind can get out of the way whereas if we're just doing it through the thought process it tends to be very on the lower mind level yeah um which it doesn't give us the full picture or the full truth mm. of what's going on often so I think I love that about the the hand and journaling process too there is this whole thing about journaling with your non-dominant hand and yeah oh, that's, that's never awesome. worked for me no, like, I, I can't even understand what I've written. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I understand why they say that, you sure. know, but it makes complete sense scientifically what, yeah. what it's about. But, um, yeah, I, I just think just getting it down. Just get it out. Don't make it too difficult. Exactly. Then. I think the more. But, yeah, you need a safe place to yeah, sort Yeah, of, um, and I think I'm, you know, where I'm at at the moment in my life, I'd be able to say to my partner, yes. I'm journaling, this is my book, but please don't look at it. Yes. And she would totally, totally that. respect that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas I would never look at her journal or anything if no you know like so it's just about me establishing yes um moving that past, with myself yes and moving, moving past, past the old story because it's obviously
obviously something as a child or a teenager or something. Yeah. You know, when you were expressing a lot of angst and emotion mm-hmm. and mood and, and yeah, you, you probably had that fear of, you know, parents finding it or it being discovered in some way. Mm. You know, I think um, it holds a lot of validity of, of what probably was going on for you back yeah. then, but it's not a reality now. Correct. And that's, that's a really big part of uncovering our stories. Mm. It's like, okay, it feels so real because it was an experience once. Yeah. But when you actually break it down and you see it clearly, you actually are blown. Like this latest realisation I had and, and clarity, it was like, I actually can't believe that I was operating under that premise and that yeah. idea. Yeah. Like it doesn't actually make sense to me Yeah. that I thought that, that, that this particular thing was true. Mm-hmm. Like it, now, because I'm on the other side of it of and I can see it clearly that it's almost laughable now yeah. that I but but my system my whole nervous system was responding in the untruth of it and mm-hmm. the illusion of it as if it was so real I felt it real I was living it as real I was reacting mm. as it was it was real until I had a bit of a crisis breakthrough point and I realized what I was operating under and it became crystal clear in that moment or even 24 hours later as I come up emotionally yeah. up and out of it wow how powerful that's interesting what I've been thinking and believing um and it's almost like when you have that level of cellular story and belief in the system you are operating from a filter yes and the filter of the 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 mind actually starts attracting and and believing everything that so it feeds the truth of what mm. or the illusion to make yep. it seem like It'll, the truth. well our brain will go and look for evidence for yes. why something is true exactly so it only starts it only sees the part of the communication from the other person or the you know what the interpretation is is it's all taken on to keep filling the illusion correct it's absolutely fascinating isn't it it's absolutely fascinating and and what broke actually I'm just coming to a, a deeper understanding of what I did too so when I was able to take this to directly to the people that it was affecting and have deep authentic intimate conversations mm. about it I actually got to break it down further so then they got to bring their truth in and go oh no that yeah. wasn't at all what I was intending or meaning or saying or alluding to yep. no not at all um then you know then the truth is exposed completely yeah. because when you can lay yourself bare and be raw and vulnerable with the truth of what you were thinking and believing and then they get the opportunity to go not at all yeah you see it clearly it's like oh that's interesting <laughs> oh so hang on not everything my brain tells me is true and then you yes. have that light bulb moment <sighs> yeah so it's powerful but Absolutely. you've got to you know yes journaling's helpful if it's just about you but rarely is it just about yeah. us usually it's involving other people and other situations so if you can if you have that ability to trust um that communication mm. and the rawness and vulnerability of bringing that to the situation then that's also a great way to go now most people don't have the courage to do that i'm just going to be honest yeah but it is the very quickest fast track way absolutely you can stay conscious and present with what's coming up for you and declare that and share that and show that you've got all the opportunity in the world to break it down much more quickly absolutely I think we start inviting relationships and people in as we move through these processes where we buy we can be that vulnerable with them, where we can have those hard, courageous, authentic conversations with them. I've certainly experienced them, particularly with my partner um, and a few of my friends where we'll share all different ideas and perspectives and, you know, interpretations. Mm. And to just go 
go into those spaces really open to someone else's uh, perception or interpretation of something. Yep. It's just opened my mind mm. to so many untruths that I've told myself for my whole life. Exactly. It's been fascinating. Yeah, it is. And fascinating is the word mm. because you don't, you, you just have to shake your head. Yeah. And you think, I can't believe I've been operating under that belief that's been yes. holding me back um, for so long. Mm. And, you know, it's a gift when it you is. get to break through it. So that's what I wish for everyone this Mercury retrograde. Yes. Uh, you know, and for every other Mercury retrograde is that they can work with it, uh, work with their shadow, see, notice what's coming up, do the mm. journaling, be authentic in it, take it to the person or to the situation and bring the light to it, bring the truth to it and help yourself uncover the stories. That's the invitation for this podcast is, you know, look at what stories you're holding on to. Mm. And at the very least, if you can't break it down, maybe just to, you know, to use the reviewing energy of the Mercury retrograde to see, you know, how is it actually, how is that story really? serving you yes you know is there another perspective you could take as you said Mm -hmm. it's so helpful because even if you can just shift something a small way it's actually big in the end Mm -hmm. you can get then get a new opportunity to do things differently and to get out of the comfort zone the familiar Mm -hmm. which is what holds us um, stuck and doing the same things yeah and it's a really beautiful opportunity to be really kind to yourself and remove that judgment from you know saying whatever you are because you're attached to a perception your perceptions don't make you who you are exactly but they feel like they do they don't they they don't Mm. identify you yeah exactly wow big one Mm. all right i love it yeah Mm. hope that helps everyone yes um as we said be kind get into the journaling and um enjoy the mercury retrograde yeah be as courageous and honest and raw and vulnerable and authentic as you can absolutely all the best everyone until next time see you bye